seated. Today we celebrate the life of a modern saint. Well, a recently canonized saint by the Roman Catholic Church, a woman named Maria Laura de Jesus Montoya Upegui, otherwise known as Laura Montoya. Okay, let's talk a little bit about her life. Laura was born in May of 1874 in the town of Jericho, or in English Jericho, in Colombia, in the region of Antioquia, which is a, a province of Colombia. And she died 75 years later on October 21st, 1949. She was recently canonized a saint in 2013 in St. Peter's Square by Pope Francis. Those are the dates, but here's what she did. Lara was born in a reasonably well-to-do family, but when she was only two, her father got sick and died, and the family lost their fortune. She grew up then with grandparents, and after a while, they shuffled her off to an orphanage, and she went to go live with uh, an aunt, and then she went and lived with some other relatives. In the words of the uh, journalist, Ivan Beltran Castillo, Laura was the daughter of a rural Antioquia where abuse and exploitation of the underprivileged abounded. As a young adult, Laura's first love was teaching, and she sought out positions that worked with the native peoples of Colombia only to discern later that her calling was indeed to the religious life as a nun. And in that calling that she had to, to profess her life to, the, to a religious order, she also saw that her calling was to bring about justice and to end racial discrimination between white Colombians and their native neighbors. She chose to give up everything she had in order to strive for justice and racial reconciliation. And so when she was 42, she had been part of the Carmelite order. And what we know about Carmelites is they live in a cloistered existence and they lead a very intense life of prayer. But when it comes to interacting with the outside world, their rule of life doesn't really allow this as much as um, Lara wanted it to. So she left the Carmelites and she founded her own religious order that was seeking to support the lives of native peoples in Colombia. Many people in Colombia, especially those in the upper echelons of the church, were very critical of Lara Montoya. But her local bishop, supported her, so she continued in this ministry. And we know uh, later on that she became known for um, performing two miraculous, scientifically impossible cures of people. One was the curing of a woman who was 86 years old that had been diagnosed of uterine cancer. And the other one was a medical doctor who had been diagnosed with lupus. And uh, the, the, the church, in, in considering her to be a saint, 
looked at this and said, yes, these are miracles that are somehow attributed to her. But we also know that her extremely humble demeanor and her love for absolutely everyone enamored her to the people of Colombia and those who continue all throughout Latin America struggling for equality and justice. And while we might get caught up in some of the minutia of details about Laura's life, we need to remember the lessons that we hear today. The first letter of John telling us that God is pure light and love, and in God there can be no darkness at all. And in the gospel telling us, from telling, that Jesus is telling us, that he, he instructs his followers not to worry about things, because in the kingdom of God, Help will be provided for those who seek out the help. And in the spirit of our readings, it isn't hard to see what has happened in the wake of the life of Laura Montoya. The region where she's from in Colombia has been completely transformed. In the words of one reporter, St. Laura is more than a source of pride or a subject of chat for parishioners seasoned in worship and ecstasy, she's a kind of driving force of domestic life, a secret momentum, a reason to live. He continues describing all these holy sites in her, her birthplace in Jericho, the cathedral, and St. Laura's home, and the number of pilgrims and tourists that show up every year to see what has taken place there. But the religious fervor that's inspired by Laura's life and work are not confined to the cathedral or to her childhood home. Visitors that go there, whether they're believers or skeptics or practicing Catholics or atheists, can't help but feeling a certain palpitation upon entering this little town of Jericho. This is the symbolic home, in many ways, of St. Laura, from which her legend radiates to the four corners of the mystical map of the universe. One aspect that the church has always deemed that saints, the purpose of saints, one aspect of saints is that they help us see the presence of Christ active in the world in a new way. And Laura Montoya's life not only exemplified her humility, but a willingness to go into the difficult places of her society. She sought out those who were discriminated against, especially people of color. And she set up schools and taught people and had her order of sisters do their best to meet the basic needs of food, clothing, and shelter for anyone they encountered. Long before she was deemed a saint by the Roman Catholic Church, Laura Montoya was branded a local hero. Truth be told, I didn't know anything about Laura Montoya before I began researching her life. It's a shame, really, because she stands as a profound witness to the power of God calling us into new realms of life. She shines God's love upon people in a way that no one, no one has ever overlooked. She makes the presence of Jesus real 
among the people of the world in a very active way. God is light, and in God there is no darkness. And for that reason alone, I want to know more about Laura Montoya. I want to know more about how we might learn from her example of devotion and discipleship. I want to know more about how she found the creativity and the wisdom to address the unsolvable issues of her day, and how we might find our own source of inspiration to address the unsolvable issues of our day. There's no doubt in my mind that her genuine fervor and her faith in a loving God changed her own life, which led to changing her community, which is leading her to changing the world. She had relatively few resources, yet she had love that had no limit. She was not really a very well-known presence in the church at all until she was recognized as a saint. She continues to be relatively obscure in the narrative of our collective Christian journey, but that doesn't have to be. Her example of following Jesus is a model for us to listen and also consider the lilies of the field. As they grew and blossomed and prospered for St. Laura, they can also grow for us. Jesus wants us to find our best selves in our best life, following the most genuine callings of our hearts. Laura Montoya shows us that this work, even in our modern world, is absolutely possible. So it's now our time to get to work and to listen to God, and to dream bigger dreams than we have. Because as we dream with God, the flowers grow only bigger, and the abundance of love just expands and grows and flourishes from now into eternity. What are we waiting for? The lilies are growing all around us. It's time to recognize them, it's time to plant more, and it's time to watch the lilies of our ministry flourish all around us. Amen.